This, 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 this is mythical. What's the best sparkling water? The Sport Crew says they have the answer. Check out their ranking of the best sparkling waters on the market, flavored or not. New year, new you, except you're still dealing with the same old hangover. I'm drunk right now. For legal purposes, she's not. I'm drunk. This is a hot dog is a sandwich. Yeah, that's right. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Ayer. And I'm your host, Nicole Anaity. And to be clear, Nicole, you are not I'm currently not. drunk. No, I'm not, but I'm so good at faking it. <laughs> Do you have to fake being drunk no, often? No, 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 I don't. No, I never have to fake it. You have to say you but are, I'm good at it. You're really bad at faking sober when you are drunk. I, <laughs> I know that for a fact. Talking back to the streamies night. Oh, stop. <laughs> I was completely there. You're, you were like a human bobblehead doll. Like you oh, were like, thank you. Those you heard, are so cute. Have you heard the expression, like, the boxer is out on his feet, meaning he is physically unconscious, but still somehow <laughs> in a fight stance? I was not unconscious. I was no, not you unconscious. You were very respectfully drunk. We were merrymaking. Yes, you know? we were going, hee-hee, ha-ha. And for all of our listeners under 21, alcohol is sin, and you should never do it. And if you do decide to partake once you're 21, do it responsibly. Megan, does that cover all the legal bases? Covers it. <laughs> covers it. All right, sounds good. Uh, Nicole, it's a new year. You know, I don't know about you. I'm somebody who, on New Year's, I like to celebrate with my friends. That's nice. Maybe have one or two glasses of my champagne. I, it's what? It's new- my anniversary. New Year's is my anniversary. Do you want to make this whole podcast about your anniversary? Happy anniversary, David. I love you. I know which, you're listening. Which anniversary is your favorite of Nicole and David's? <laughs> Mine's th- third. Mine's your this third anniversary. This is one of three. This is one of three, yes. Yeah, that makes yes. sense. Uh, but we're talking about hangover foods right <laughs> yeah. now because you're waking up on New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. You're all hungover. You're probably going to be dealing with this problem for a while. You know? Yep. How do you cure it? Nicole, what's your go-to? Okay. Like actual food or no. food that I need to help me be alive? Well, because those that's a big question, right? Everybody talks about the greasy food thing with hangovers. No. But you don't do that. My favorite, the one I have to do, I have to do this. I wake up in the middle of the night. I, I do too. And I open a soda, either a Coke or Sprite. I drink 45% of it. I put it back. I wash out my mouth with water. Go back to bed. I wake up at like eight and then I have a saltine cracker and then like a glass of Pedialyte. And that's my hangover cure. So I'm not dead. But my favorite hangover food, breakfast burrito. That sounds like the last meal of a serial killer. 45% of a Coca-Cola, a saltine cracker. It's a Pedialyte. It's, I need How it. often do you actually do that in real life? No BSing. No fuss I don't in always here, have I don't always have Pedialyte at home. Yeah, but I have Gatorade. It's, it's so, the same thing. So I do that. Uh, the the waking up in the middle of the night for a soft drink every single time I'm hungover. <laughs> every single time. But um, the saltine and yeah, you just gotta eat bland foods. Yeah. You think like you don't want the spicy food. You don't want I don't, the excitable food. I will food. be if I do that, I will be sick. Yeah. Yeah. But like either like a dry toast with a side of honey so like my stomach doesn't Ooh. get too upset. Mm. Or like or like a salting cracker or like some sort of like rigid dry bread <laughs> with like a liquid that will <laughs> like add a Danish rye. <laughs> yeah. Or like a liquid that will add sustenance to my life. 
that's my hangover cure. But when it comes to hangover foods, whenever I'm like, I'm over that hump of like initial Mm -hmm. like grogginess and like wanting to die. um, Definitely breakfast burritos. So you're talking about like the difference between quality of life care and palliative care, right? Uh, Palliative? Is that is that right? Palliative care is like actually. Someone, Meg, if you Google palliative care, I think that means like to actually cure something as opposed to quality of life care, which is like. I'm trying to make you happy, and what you have is incurable. Hmm. Palliative care, optimized. No, 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 palliative care is quality of life. Okay, never mind. Anyways, you're talking about palliative care when it comes to, like, um, burritos, right? Yeah. So that's something that makes you happy. Hangovers yeah. make you sad. But, but let me tell you Let me tell you what my breakfast burrito is. It's, <laughs> it's, Go on. It's, 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 like, healthy. Like, my favorite breakfast oh. burrito when I'm hungover is an egg white spinach. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost <laughs> sipped my diet Red Bull, and it is 4 p.m., and I'm drinking a diet Red Bull. I almost spit took it when you no, said no, no. egg white. I, like, like, I need a healthy egg white (laughs) spinach maybe a little bit of like low fat mozzarella cheddar salt pepper this bums me out so much i'm so mad i am so mad that you sorry no no i have to do it sustenance life so i don't die the quality of life so you can live happily it's like a dog with hip dysplasia and leukemia you just (laughs) overfeed it until it eats itself to death that's how i am with hangovers no 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 when i'm if i eat something that's greasy and potato laden i'm just full of like cholesterol yolks, like mm. I will get worse. My day will be worse because I will be the the, the alcohol gets soaked uh-huh. up by the grease. That's not true for me. I will be I will double down and be worse. Yeah. I need something that'll keep me light, bright on my tiptoes. <laughs> and that is a healthy breakfast burrito. Is that for because not all hangovers are the same. So is that for every hangover that you kind of have the same like the severity I have the of same, hangover? I have the same craving each time. But I don't necessarily always have access to a breakfast burrito. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I found that I have three levels of hangover. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. So science doesn't actually know what a hangover is. There's oh. a lot of misinformation out there. People think that a hangover poison. is just dehydration. Oh, I thought it's your body reacting to poison. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, alcohol is just poison, right? Yes, so your yes, body yes. reacts. But Absolutely. a lot of people think that it's dehydration. That's where these liquid IV things come in. Um, oh, Pedialyte is replacing electrolytes that are lost. Do you mean like the ones where they come to your house and they put an IV in your arm? Is that what a liquid IV is? I think a liquid IV is a product that you drink that's like anti-hangover. Oh, v bought that for me. You're just talking about an actual IV that people, I know people that go to Vegas, they get like an IV party bus, which to me is weird as hell. 2022 is wild. It really is wild to have that. (laughs) 2023 Um, is going to be just as wild, though. But no, like, dehydration doesn't account for certain things like photosensitivity, right? That people experience Mm. in the hangovers. I feel that. I draw all the blinds. Really? Okay. I just get into a cave. Mm. You know, and so a lot of scientists think that it is uh, the formation of ethanol, not ethanol. That is like, it's an aldehyde that is a byproduct of your body breaking down alcohol. And they're Mm. like, yeah, that just poisons you from the inside out. And it disrupts your body's hormones from functioning. I like to take that view on it. So for me, I have three different severities of hangovers, right? Okay. There's the first one, which is like, maybe uh, you went out to dinner on a Thursday. Friday was a light day at work. And so, you know, you went out and had like two additional cocktails after dinner Mm -hmm. and then went home. And then you got the little bit of a hangover, but it's like... You're still functional. So for that type, I get a big old black coffee and a big old green juice. So you get hungover from those two extra cocktails. Yeah, I mean, if you if you You're have a total, old. if you have a total, it's not like deeply hungover, but you definitely don't wake up as fresh as you would if you were huh, sober, okay, right? Okay. And so it's that kind of like five to six drink range. Mm-hmm. I'm also large. Yeah. Um, 
And it depends on the type of alcohol that you have, you know. Sure. So like yeah. the the, mod- the mild hangovers, it's like coffee and a green juice, and I'm straight, right? But all those liquids don't make your tummy go slosh slosh. No, I, my tummy slosh sloshes <laughs> all the time, Nicole. Does constantly. It, does it? I drink so up. many like, liquids. Why have you ever like? At the moment when you're walking and then you hear it go slosh? Dude, I will like roll my belly around and I can hear liquid sloshing around in it like 90% of the time. I'll see if I can do it right now. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can definitely feel it. That's the chair. But you know like whenever you move around, it's like, it's like. Yeah, but I love that because to me, the caffeine is is giving me the energy I need to be a functional human being. Okay, okay. The green juice is giving me, I don't know, whatever the stuff that Gwyneth Paltrow runs off of. Goop? Yeah, yeah, that's like what it's giving me. It's giving me all the nutrients, the minerals, collagen. I don't know what they put in there. But that's my favorite thing. I go spend like $17 as a form of self-penance with the green juice and the coffee. And that's right. And then I go about my day. The second form is Mm -hmm. like, you know, you went out. You didn't go like hard, hard. But you went out with friends and you you maybe left the bar at like 1230, you know, and you wake up pretty hungover. It should be a weekend, hopefully. And then that for me is prime breakfast burrito time. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. and, and that way you just get a bunch of, you know, it's the palliative care method, right? It's getting something that is really enjoyable inside of you. Put some hot sauce on it. It makes it feel awake. Still drink a bunch of coffee. And then there's like begging for death hangover. I only have those now. <laughs> I never have the, I never have mild to moderate hangover. But also... I don't know if I should say this on the podcast. I'll say it. We'll do it. But if, like, I, I drink to get drunk. I don't like just like have like a cocktail or like a glass of wine for like fun. Yeah. That's called that binge drinking disorder. I, disorder? Yeah. Like it's. There's a disorder? Not, yeah. It's not normal to just like only binge drink. I found this out too. Really? Uh-huh. Shut up. So it's better for me to drink a little bit throughout the. Throughout mm, the- I'm not a doctor yet. <laughs> I have plans on becoming a doctor. Wow. Um, I did recently, because I always, when I I, <laughs> I say always tell doctors, I went to a doctor for the first time in 10 years a couple weeks ago, um, and they asked me about how much I drink, and I was like, oh, like really only once a week, and they're like, how many drinks do you have when you do that? And I say, I'd rather not answer that question. And they said, I'm a doctor, I'm not a cop. And I was like, okay, and then I, you know, gave her the real number, which is, yeah, it's double digits plus, you know, I'm, I'm like, I don't know, I'm out there to have fun. I don't, I just um, say zero. To the doctor? I say zero for everything. Why are you lying to your doctor? What do you mean? It's not important. There's no point. They know. don't like the doctor doesn't charge you more. They don't like chastise no, you. They're trying important. to. It's not important for the doctors to know. Of course, it's important for the doctors to know. That's what the doctor's job is. Josh, you don't are you know like you're... lying about your family's health history? No, no, too? no. I'm very honest about that. But not about the uh, things that you are doing to contribute to exactly. that. Exactly. Yes. No, <laughs> no need to be. Honest. I didn't know you had to actually tell them that. You don't have to. It's not like perjuring yourself in front of Congress, but like if you are going to a doctor to be healthy, you should be honest with them about what you and do. And tell them like, okay, I have like five drinks on a Wednesday. Yes. I you're don't a want doctor. To. What, what are you afraid of? <laughs> what if my mom sees? <laughs> you are a grown woman. Why would the doctor tell your mom? There's patient doctor because confidentiality. My doctor knows my mom. Go to a different doctor. No. Get I have history there. <laughs> They're not gonna. My medical files are old. They're like written in stone. Okay. They're not gonna send it over to the next jabroni. Do you still see your pediatrician, <laughs> and you're afraid that they'll catch you for underage drinking at 29? Not underaged. Not underage. Doctor Heckmat, you're wonderful. She's a nice lady, and I like her. She always checks my 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 heartbeat and stuff. She goes, "You're okay." Dr. Lyashevsky <laughs> said I gotta stop drinking so much. Okay, well, I learned something new today. Um, but no, I like never have, but also like, I don't know, like when I drink, it's just like, I don't, I don't like, 
I don't drink to have fun. Like, oh, a cocktail here. Co- I might do that now and then. But like, it's like I'm going out to have a good time, man. <laughs> I feel that, you know, and we're still young enough to where we can enjoy our lives and we do it safely and responsibly. Of course we do it safely. You know, I always have track my iPhone on. Never drive drunk ever. It's the worst thing you can do. Very unsafe. Yeah, and I love Uber. Always <laughs> get an Uber. I feel fancy. Or get or have a has a designate have a designated driver, a DD. Who's your DD? I don't have any friends that don't drink. <laughs> um it just becomes tough to hang out yeah. with them because, you know, that's like what we do for fun. Oh, so and you so guys it, just like rent a party bus? No, we do Uber like normal people. In before Ubers, which <laughs> you had a lot of friends for a second. What? No, Ms. we have rented party buses. Oh, uh-huh. That's fun, but no, I, I use ride shares or cabs. You know, I'll hail a cab. That's a fun. When time. is the last time you hailed a cab in Los Angeles, California? Uh, never. I lied. <laughs> I lied. I used to, before Uber. <laughs> we would call. We would call a taxi. All you kids listening out there, before Uber, <laughs> you had to call like. 1-800-TAXI and you'd be like can you be there in 10 minutes and they'd be like no <laughs> yeah, not, like, for, not without $50 and then you haggle with them when they get there yeah yeah, yeah. You ever and, then, and then their card machine's always broken yeah and cash then, only ca- yeah. and you're like okay yeah yeah <laughs> I guess what's your what's your favorite like death hangover food sorry I interrupted you <laughs> Um, this is this is bad, and this is not a lifestyle that I endorse. I've started being a hair of the dog guy. I started being a hair of the dog guy. Oh, you, does it work for you? Uh, it's not so much that it works for me. It's that I have no other options sometimes. So if the death hangover comes, last time this happened, it was at a wedding. I mean, we straight closed out a bar at yeah. 2 in the morning. We were Been partying until 3. Done that. Really fun time. Um, and then wake up the next morning with three hours sleep, kind of wake up in that panic attack mode. Yeah, that's You know, nice. and like... Everything was just painful and it was terrible. And so we immediately went to a sports bar and just started drinking like peach nectar mimosas. That's wild. And, and you felt better? Uh, Yes. Well, you're really just punting the problem down the road, right? You're like, oh, later me can deal with this because the, the alcohol right now is going to numb what's going on. Uh-huh. Um, and then later you deal with it on the plane back to L.A. Mm, I was okay, in Oakland okay. at the time. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, shout out Kevin and Paris' wedding. Fun time. You threw a heck of a party. Um, but point is... Point is, hair of the dog, and then the ultimate hangover food. We're like 20 minutes in the podcast, finally getting to my answer. <laughs> Welcome to a hot dog is a sandwich, <laughs> the show that's always on track. Uh-huh. Pho. Oh, yeah. Pho, right? Pho's like whenever I'm like feeling a little a little ill, like tummy yeah. gurgles ill. That's what a hangover yeah, is yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I reach for that comfort food, and pho, I mean, you get all of the delicious star anise and cinnamon uh, and that like charred onion and ginger from the broth, it feels life affirming. It feels life bringing. Mm-hmm. Yet, you know, the meat, just a lot of starch to kind of soak up and quell whatever was going on in your tummy. Sure. Fresh herbs, too, are a great digestive. Totally. You know, you're putting a ton of fresh mint, mint basil, basil. Yeah. You know, uh, all the green onion on there. Um, to me, pho is the ultimate hangover food. That's Electrolytes. Awesome. Tons. It's the same thing as Gatorade. It's tons. You're drinking a giant bowl of Gatorade and chicken soup all in one, and it <sighs> tastes better. Hmm. I love Gatorade, though. <laughs> Sometimes a, a little Gatorade really helps you out. I had I had a, one of my more favorite, more favorite? Most One favorite. of my mostest favorites, extra most bestest pepperoni uh-huh. pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hangover meals was at Valentina Tex-Mex barbecue. The fatty meats thing I do get. I, the fat does not soak up the alcohol. It doesn't. That's a myth. That's a lie. The fat's going to make you feel worse, but 
tastes really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe that. But I went to Valentina's Tex-Mex Barbecue. It was, at the time, they have a brick and mortar now, but it was just a trailer in a Chevron station. <laughs> cool. All hung over at a friend's bachelor party in Austin. And we went and we all just got, like, two gigantic Gatorades and then a ton of, like, brisket uh, breakfast tacos. Oh, that's some of the, good. Some of the best brisket I've ever had in my that's life. That's good. Handmade flour tortillas, queso, guac, every kind of salsa mm-hmm. you could imagine. Mm-hmm. And just every single bite just washed down with just desperate chugs of Gatorade. And it was absolutely beautiful. What flavor was the Gatorade? I get that blue, Nicole. Oh, I wish it was I got, orange. I got one fierce melon, which is orange color. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like fierce melon. And then cool blue. Okay, fair. That, and fair. that's a good that's a good combo. I like how orange and blue makes brown. <laughs> <laughs> Do you are there any like because there's a lot of traditional hangover foods around the world. What if I told you that I have an article uh, on my laptop <laughs> that uh, Mr. Josh Shera wrote in 2014 yeah. titled 15 Spicy Hangover Cures from Around the World. This was shout out to Danica Lowe at the time, editor of Epicurious.com, who she was the first person to ever pay me to write an Aww. article. I made $75 a blog post. Wow. Um, but this article, she hit hey, me up. Hey, big sh- <laughs> She hits me up at the end of the month and goes, hey, we need spicy food content and uh, we're restructuring our budget so I like I can just give you like $1,000 to write like two pieces. Oh, that's incredible. Shout out to Danica. That $1,000 meant a lot to me in college. Thanks, Danica. Um, and anyways, that's how I wrote this 15 spicy hangover cures from around the world. Yeah. So I'm very well versed in uh, Sopa Levanta, uh, Levanta Los Muertos. Uh, dame Leva- un momento, por favor. <laughs> Sopa Levanta. Santa Muertos to yeah, lift from, you from, from the Peru. dead. Yeah, so yeah. a soup that raises the dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never had that. But the most common one, especially in Southern California, is menudo. Oh, menudo is the best hangover food. I, I've I oh, the last time shoot. I had it was in Reno, Nevada. <sighs> Uh, a great place to have a hangover. And we went, everybody got breakfast burritos, and I saw they had menudo. And so I got a bowl of menudo, I got a bacon breakfast burrito, and I dipped the burrito in the menudo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. God dang. I love menudo. Underrated. People don't people don't talk about menudo yeah. enough. So for people who don't know menudo, it is uh, tripe. Which, so not the book tripe that it's called honeycomb. or honeycomb. I don't think There's it's honeycomb. There's honeycomb in it too. Is there? It depends where you go. You're right, you're right, you're Some right. Some places have honeycomb, some don't. You're right, yeah, yeah. The book tripe is the kind in pho that kind of has frills that fall off. The honeycomb tripe is the type that's striated like honeycomb. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's tripe that's boiled in just a deeply rich chili broth. You put like uh, either lemon or lime and sol- or not cilantro, oregano mm-hmm. on the top of it and some dried chili darabol sometimes. And it is, it's gnarly. Like it's, it's deeply spicy and yeah. fatty and tripe. I happen to love tripe and it's mm-hmm. ten- it tends to be cooked quite tenderly, uh-huh. but it still has a nice pleasant chew to it. But, like, that's an aggressive food to eat uh, for a hangover. What's the difference between pozole and menudo? Pozole is more chill, right? I mean, Maybe. pozole is a, just a whole whole different dish that's cooked with, like, uh, pork, uh, typically shank maybe or I think shoulder. I prefer pozole to And it's got menudo. the hominy in it. It's got the alkalized corn. Yeah, I think, I think now that I'm thinking back to it, pozole probably works mm-hmm. better with my GI tract. <laughs> the menudo, sense. but I do love a bowl of like f- funky menudo. I do love it very, very much. Well, there's there's a new hangover contender in town though. No, a new there's one. A new, Nicole, Never before a new seen. Birria. Oh no. Birria. No. Okay. So 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 no. so there are a couple uh, birria spots called Pala Cruda. Okay. Do you know a hangover in Spanish? I don't know if it's no. standardized Spanish or like a Mexican I slang. Uh, it's a uh, cruda, which means raw. Okay. Like you're just feeling, you're just raw. Yeah, you yeah. woke up and you're just rubbed yeah, yeah, down yeah. to the bone. Okay. Uh, and there's a couple spots called Birria Palacruda, and I've had like Birria, um, which for people that don't know, is spicy shredded 
meat soup uh, with a consomme or like the broth. Uh, a lot of the times it's made with goat traditionally in Jalisco, but a lot of spots are doing it with beef now, mm-hmm. uh, which I believe is like a Tijuana thing, but also kind of a very L.A. thing. Um, that's a really nice time. Especially with the cheese. You get like a quesadilla or a quesataco with the birria in it. And it's just stained with red grease, cut with lime. Doesn't do it for you. You can't do the fatty foods. I don't know what it is. Fatty foods when I'm hungover make me absolutely die. But I, th- I can't function the next the next few hours. I okay. can't. I was gonna I was gonna bring up something about my hangover <laughs> my hangover uh variability. Mm-hmm. Some days, if the hangover is below a certain threshold, it's like today will still be functional and I can salvage it. That's where the green juices come in. Mm. Um, when we got back from the streamies, I told you I ate – it was like midnight. Ate I ate a cob salad that I found in my fridge That's and had crazy. a quart of water because I was like next day is work. Yeah, thanks streamies for having it on a Sunday and having an after party till midnight. Ugh. But I was like, you know, the we next day so is – We are so grateful. <laughs> the next day is not only salvageable, it's like necessary. I was so, unsalvageable. But, <laughs> Josh, <laughs> as my boss, you have to know that was I. I shouldn't have come into work that day. We were networking. Josh, I shouldn't have entered the building to work. I was so bad. We were networking at the after I party. Was we de- made so I many was, friends. I was a ghost. I was a shell of myself. It was. <laughs> I've never been like that before. Actually, I have, but like never on a Sunday. It was wild. So typically on that day, would you would you try and be active on a day like that with a bad hangover, or you no! just shut you shut that you shut down the whole day, right? Are you kidding me? I might go to the plant nursery. I do love the plant. Is that what you do? Is that <laughs> talk to me about your hangover activities? Because that's a big one. Um, lay down. Yeah, horizontal. Love it for hours, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden, around like four o'clock. I like get up and I'm like, I need to be a productive member of society. Yeah. So I go and I go to the plant nursery and I look at plants. How is that productive? You're looking at plants? That's productive? (laughs) Yeah. Is that what you think people in society do to produce value for others? Maybe I'll buy a plant, mofo. (laughs) Yeah, but maybe I'll go buy a snake plant. Yeah. You got to do one thing though. You got to either go grocery shopping. Yeah, I don't do that. Laundry. Oh, no, no, no. Like you're sweep. so active. Sweep. Oh my god! Put your purse. I think you. Wow, you're so active. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's a majority <laughs> of like, um, I I eat a large breakfast burrito to put myself into the dirt. Right, I put myself into the ground. Uh-huh. I just bury myself on the couch for like five hours. I probably take a nap. I wake up from that nap and I'm sweating and I'm panicking. Oh, do you shower? Okay, let's talk about how like when do you shower within like the hours of like post nap. You shower post-nap. Yeah. I try to shower in the morning, but sometimes you just can't do it. <laughs> no, no, no. I never shower in the morning on a hangover. Because I think that this the breakfast burrito, you need to uh, hit rock bottom before you can get better. Sure. Okay. That right? makes sense. And so that's where it's just like a pound of coffee, a pound of burrito, a half gallon of hot sauce, and you feel like just disgusting. I don't think the caffeine- Raised from the dead. The caffeine mixing with the alcohol also makes me super sick. Yeah, you get dizzy from it, but <laughs> yeah. eventually the dizziness stops. The, the world, dizzies. yeah, yeah, the world stops spinning, and then mm-hmm. you. But then that gives you the energy to to revive yourself. <sighs> I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me. Emotional just... catharsis is big too. Oh, yeah, what's that? Like? You gotta watch something really sad. Oh, I think I do. I do that. I yeah, do that automatically. Same. You're feeling bad, so you're like, I yeah. want to mirror this emotion. Oh my god, I love doing that. What's your go-to sad movie? On three, on three. I don't have a go-to sad what? movie, but I I just watch whatever sad documentaries on Netflix, and I'm like. <laughs> The climate crisis. It's really uh, sad. Uh, my favorite sad, my favorite sad movie is uh, I, I don't Sam. think I could watch it anymore. I, I haven't Sam. done this in a while. Oh, I am <laughs> Sam would get me. Sean Penn. Although 
I don't think I can watch that through the same lens because it's no, really it's just different now. It's, it's really Sean Penn acting um, disabled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a good sad movie. It's a good sad movie. If you're I was back say, in 2005. Oh, that was a great. Oh, sorry. Movie. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say Pursuit of Happiness, but now after like Will Smith. Oh, that's a know, sad, happy movie. Like I don't know if I. I'm into Will Smith like that anymore. He just seems like, you know, kind of... Uh, Will Smith, come on the show. Um, but... Uh, Will Smith, come on the show. Yeah, it's, just, it's just different now. It's different in 2023. No, Will Smith's a great actor. He's a great actor in Pursuit of Happiness, one of the saddest yeah. scenes ever where he's holding... Spoilers for Pursuit of Happiness. <laughs> he's holding Jaden Smith, uh, and Jaden Smith is just playing himself as Jaden Smith, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. holding him in the bathroom. The and guy's, like, beating down the, the door, corn, and they're yeah. crying. He's like, think of dinosaurs. Or he's like, there's yeah, a T-Rex yeah, outside. Yeah. Oh. oh, I have one. It's it's a Holocaust movie. <laughs> Oh my god, what is I'm it? I'm sorry for laughing. It's uh, Life is Beautiful with Roberto Benigni. Have you ever seen that? I haven't seen it, no, but I, Josh, it's on my list. It's on my list. Danielle Scherer. You yeah, need so to watch. There's, you need to watch Life is Beautiful. You can watch it with subtitles or you can watch the dub version. It's the same exact emotional roller coaster. It is the most beautiful movie. It really is the most beautiful movie. And I cry like a baby in it. I literally... I turn in, I ball up, and I'm just like, <laughs> why? And then you smile, and then you cry again, and then you smile again. Stop looking at me like that. You know what's a terrible sad movie? <laughs> Julia tried to make me watch this when I told her that I like sad movies when I'm hungover. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Rent. Oh, see? Oh, Maggie Gasp. Wait, Maggie, oh, wait, oh wait, you wait, love wait. Rent? Singing, oh my god, singing sad. It got uh, me in the worst emotional uh, headspace I have ever been trying to watch Rent while hungover. I just wanted, to, I have never no. had the uncontrollable urge to grab the TV remote and throw it through the window. Did it feel like 525,000? 525,600 hundreds. How do you measure, measure, measure hundreds in cups of coffee <laughs> and breakfast? Burritos and Josh is hungover. You're flat. <laughs> You're pitchy. Tell you what. <laughs> other hangover boots. Other hangover boots. What, what are other things that you have enjoyed? Uh, a protein bar. <laughs> get the heck out of here. You need to know the truth. I feel you don't get it. I am. I am dead. I cannot. <laughs> my makeup is smeared because I did not take it off. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> She's about to reveal a personal detail. I know the look of shame in Nicole's face when she's about to reveal a personal <laughs> yeah. detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are we, we going to talk about? I'm going to cry. Where a certain article of clothing is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just chucked across the room, huh? Yeah. Yeah, Just yeah. like walking. Like, uh. One day I was in the, by the way, Julia was out of town. I was completely alone and I just woke up butt naked. <laughs> I never sleep naked. I always sleep. I I'm like uncomfortable. Sleep naked. On top I of the. Only Naked. Oh. On top of the covers, just exposed, <laughs> just butt. Like like sheets. I kicked off the sheets in the middle of the night. There's nothing. I, I don't even have like a pillow. I was just starfished. Sorry. Legs spread butt akimbo. Down. Butt down. What? Butt down. No, butt up, but like back arch. I don't know how to explain it. Um, <laughs> so we've all been there. Oh, man. Yeah, just like I just, I literally, you can't turn on the flame. Like you can't, you can't turn the flame on. You can't turn the microwave on. You're just, you're not well. Yeah. You got to eat a protein bar. Jalapeno popper cheeseburger. Now what they did is they, Nicole, check this out. So they made a cheeseburger with bacon oh. and pastrami on it. Oh my God. But then they Where? stuffed, it was called, oh, I'm so mad that I, it was, it was no, no, Junior? no, no, no. This is a UC Santa Barbara special. Oh, there was a man, there was a man, he was a drug addict, but that didn't define him. <laughs> 
But I think it did give him a lot of energy to do what he did. He was the original Postmates. What drug? He, we called him the rabbit runner, and I don't know why, but uh, he was definitely a stimulant. Um, but what he, he had a number, and you would call him and be like, wow. yo, get me the jalapeno popper burger from IV Deli Mart. And then he would just be on his bike, and he was better, more efficient than Postmates, professional. We tipped him well. Wow. Dude was just the OG delivery service. Wow. And it was just him on a bike, and he was thin, wiry man, bugging it. <laughs> Never had a shirt, just permatan, you know, looks like a looks like a raisin What's out there. A permatan? Just a tan that is just now a shirt, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I got it, got it. Yeah, yeah one of yeah, those yeah, dudes. Yeah. Leathery. 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 Yeah, and he was awesome at his job. Yeah. And if you were hungover, he was a savior. Another one, tamale carts. Oh, that, wow. I, Nicole, I don't believe in angels unless a tamalero <laughs> comes around my home. Tamalero. <laughs> comes around my home when I'm hungover. And because you wake up, you're hungover. Are you're angels like, boys or girls? Angels are, I don't think. They're everything? Angels have agendas. Really? Well, I don't know. Are angels? Angel is Gabriel? Because Tilda Swinton was a, was the angel Gabriel. And like, that is an ambiguous person. So I don't know. Gender of angels. Huh. Neither. Ah. <laughs> See? You said Tamalero. The gender binary. Uh, Christianity doesn't believe in the gender binary either. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Look at us. Uh, Nicole, any final words on hangovers? Every time you take a my chapstick fell. <laughs> Every time you take a drink, have a cup of water. Yeah, it doesn't help, but yeah, you know, it does, do yeah, it. You'll, no, you'll no, be no. glad that you had water. Hydrate, hydrate, eat in between, so you don't wake up the next day like a zombie, like you are a reanimated corpse. Just eat and drink in between, so you <laughs> stop looking at me like that. You're so disappointed in me right now. No, I'm not. It's, 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 it is good advice. It is good advice. Just, because if just, you're drinking water, you're not taking a shot. Drink water. <laughs> that's like, that's why it works. Drink water, have little canapes in between. <laughs> um, and and just, just you know, enjoy your life and have a healthy breakfast burrito. <laughs> the bougiest thing Nicole has ever said. This is, is that, it? Is have that, is that have some canapes in between drinks. Yeah, when I'm slamming bush lights on the beach, Nicole, I'll just have a little, I don't know, Cucumber tea sandwich with what caviar and creme fresh. Canapé can be used for anything. Anything can be a canapé. I'm eating a wet bag of spicy sweet chili Doritos. Is that a canapé? Of course it okay, is. That is your fine. version of a canapé. Uh, you know what's actually good practical what's, drinking advice? What's your advice? That I think not a lot of people know. Mm, and what? maybe this is the way my stupid brain works. But people don't know how to standardize what a drink is. Like when you say I've had five drinks versus six drinks, whatever. That doesn't mean like if you get a margarita, that's not always one drink, Right. You go down to what's that? What's that North Hollywood terrible Tejano, El Tejano? You go there and you get a margarita. They serve it in a 16 ounce glass. There's probably four shots of liquor in there, right? Which is four drinks. Which is four drinks. So a drink is uh, 12 ounces of 4% alcohol, which is to say a light beer, right? A can of beer. Okay. Can of Rolling Rock, bottle of Rolling Rock. I drink many cans. That's one drink. A glass of 12% wine. Most wine is between 12 and 15%. Uh A four ounce pour of that is one drink. Same as one can of beer. Uh A 1.5 ounce shot at 40% alcohol, which is to say foolproof spirit. That is one drink. Uh Uh, Three ounces of a half proof spirit, like a liqueur, say a Malibu coconut rum Mm. is one drink. Learn how to estimate the amount of drinks in your head. Uh, based on how much you've had, and that way you can at least track and know your limits. Big Brain Josh! All right, Nicole, we've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the voicemail verse. 
It's time for a segment we call Opinions Are Like Casserole. All right, let's fire up that first one. I love the sexy voices on the um, voicemail. Not too breathy at all. We're very, very sexy. Um, I just wanted to say, Josh, that you are the weird neighbor. Like, (laughs) you think you have weird neighbors? Like, she live next to you? You are doing unimaginable things on that porch. You're crying turkeys on that porch. Uh Like, what? You are the unique strange neighbor yeah that is this your neighbor you think everybody else is so just keep that in mind and never forget and just be proud of it where do you live love you bye do you live is this me? person your neighbor i believe i believe the term for that is read me for filth did she read me for filth is that the is that the correct terminology <laughs> yes, you've for this? been read Josh. i've been read i've been read um i must have been complaining about weird neighbors and then by telling me I am the weird neighbor, I literally had flashbacks of me like smoking a whole pork four shank in a bale of hay on my college apartment balcony. <laughs> and my neighbors literally like You're calling the landlord and being like, hey, he's like pumping smoke into You're my whole house. Such a and I'm like, don't you understand that I'm trying to recreate a northern Vietnamese dish that's been lost to the sands of time called yakai? You weirdo, you're the weird one for not thinking that this is normal. Josh. You ha- Nicole, you have to, because the dish, the dish literally translates to fake dog. And so to cook oh, got it, got it, the okay. dish, you would have to burn the hair off of the dog by wrapping it in hay. And so I was but following you didn't a cook legit a dog. recipe. No, no, I cooked, it was, it's made from pig. It's fake dog, Nicole. The dish is called yakai, fake dog. Yakai. Yakai. It's tough. To, Vietnamese is very tough. I know to it's very, I know. Um, I learned how to say B. Well, how do you say it? I forgot. <laughs> okay, great job. Uh, I accept that I'm the weird neighbor. And that's fine. And honestly, thank you for helping me become self-actualized. Josh, does this person live next to you ever? No, they've just probably heard me say anything. No, no, no. This person specifically said, I see you on the porch or whatever. I think they meant like that in the metaphysical sense. Like, No, I no, no. This person you. knows you. They you said so? they know you. I do some weird stuff on the porch. I didn't know anybody <laughs> could see my porch because I'm kind of naked there a lot. Josh, so you're naked on your porch, but you never sleep naked? Yeah, I'm fine. Are you scared of an earthquake? No, I'm afraid of my cat clawing at a sensitive area. (laughs) You let your cat sleep in bed with you? Yeah. That's how you get worms. I, listen, it's part of my culture as a gross white person. (laughs) It's just, it's what we do. Our animals, they kiss us on the mouth. They sleep in our beds. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Okay, next opinion. Hey guys, Drew here. Uh, I think I'm supposed to say, like, long-time listener, first-time caller, something along those lines. Part-time lover, full-time friend. (laughs) McDonald's gets all the love and stuff with Big Macs and chicken nugs and fries and stuff, but people are sleeping on the drinks. Like, that's where they're really at. Where else can you get a $1 Diet Coke that's absolutely the best in the game? So much better than the bottles, the cans, (laughs) whatever. McDonald's got the best one. Also, their coffee milk. I gotta call it coffee milk. Yeah, there's like no coffee. Three quarters in milk and cream and like flavoring. That stuff is hands down the best. And again, like a dollar. So like, yeah, McDonald's drinks. That's my opinion. This is a good opinion. I like their coffees. The McCafes. Delicious. That is okay. Talking about great hangover things, oh. palliative care. Okay, get okay. a big old milk coffee. It's so good. That is a good time. McDonald's. They got some of the cheapest so milk coffee good. in the game. I'd say Dunkin' if there's one available to you. Also great milk coffees. Phenomenal. I've only ever been depressed inside Dunkin' Donuts, and so if you have a hangover, it's kind of perfect. 
What? I just, Dunkin' Donuts make me really sad. I don't know how to explain mm. it. Every Dunkin' I've ever been to has been like a sad place. Nobody's I'm not a happy big to be there. Either. You go into Starbucks sometimes and the employees are like kind of chipper. Even at McDonald's sometimes the employees are, I've never had a Dunkin' Donuts employee look like anything but they would be anywhere else on earth. Hey, Dunkin', tell your, tell your <laughs> client what... Customers? No. Tell the people that work behind the, the counter to smile. No, don't bit. tell them to smile. Give them a reason me? to smile. Service saying, with the smile. I, I don't think that they're. Uh, I don't think that they're unreasonably not smiling. I think it's hell. I think it's hell. It seems to be hell working in a Dunkin'. Why? Does because it? they got a million. Okay, imagine donuts working in hell. I guess. Imagine doing the same volume as a Starbucks, but like also making omelets. They like, make omelets. It's there? all probably kind of microwave, but still, in, in like putting out donuts, it just no. seems like a lot. Duncan, Gosh. give your employees a reason to smile. Pay them all more. Um, that's my that's okay, my statement. Sure, on that. pay them more, but it doesn't kill anyone <laughs> to just have a smile on your face when you hand me my Boston creams. They got spicy Sprite at McDonald's. Oh, the Sprite goes like this. It goes. I think I could be mistaken on this too. I believe the Diet Coke syrup that they use was like never updated. Special. Have you that. heard this? Yeah. It's like an OG Diet Coke syrup because Diet Coke will reformulate Diet Coke occasionally, right? Uh, I think they did it recently. They removed aspartame or something or other. I don't drink it, so I don't know anything oh, about it. I love it. But I think I think McDonald's has like an original formula that is just solely made for McDonald's. I think from it Coke. might be like a like an urban legend where they're like, oh, for McDonald's they specially formulate stuff. But I don't think that's real. Yeah, I doubt it. But why is their Sprite so spicy? I think it's carbonation levels in the machines, right? It's so spicy. <laughs> when you open it, it literally goes. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's... talking about the drinks being a dollar, um, not to brag, and I know you've heard this before, Nicole, but I, the person I dated in high school, her father was high up in HR for Taco Bell. <laughs> Anyways, he told me that the reason they do the $1 drinks all the time Why? at any size is because no matter what, drinks are always going to be the highest margin. And so they're trying to like get people dependent on a large drink. So mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. selling an extra large drink for a dollar is supposed to dollar forty nine. They're still making a crazy margin on that, significantly more than any especially beef laden product. And so yeah, dollar dollar big ass drink. It's a great time. You ever get a big gulp? Love big gulps. I never. Or I know I can't do a big gulp. Why not? <laughs> Tommy can't handle it. <laughs> it's just too much. How much is it? 128? Is it a gallon? Uh, no, I think half gallons the highest they'll go up to. That's I, crazy. I once, after a basketball practice, drank a 64-ounce big gulp of Diet Pepsi, and Deep can verify this, and I just threw it up, like, immediately. <laughs> and then, and then I know, no, no, Maggie, you looked up big gulp. Look up, like, super gulp, because they have, big gulp is no longer the biggest. Yeah, oh and then there's another one. It's just called like fat ass gulp. That's like sixty. Double gulp. They go higher. What's a double gulp? What is the what is the what is the gulp hierarchy? Oh my god, this is double gulp. Oh double. God. I would say super gulp should be bigger than a double gulp though. That doesn't make oh any sense. Oh my god. Oh well, no, you no. want to know what it is? The psychology. You think the double is smaller, but you'll still get it. I think they call it a double gulp because the big gulp is thirty two ounces. So this is literally a double big gulp. This is crazy. I just learned so much about gulp hierarchy. <laughs> I want a big gulp. Next opinion. Hello. Hi. Ugh. All right. Here's my controversial opinion. According to the World Wide Web. I've heard of it. Google. Seems uh, upsetting Google pages it. on it. Uh-huh. A pot roast is defined as a piece of meat cooked slowly in a covered dish. I think braised short rib is a pot roast. I think carnitas. Our pot roast, mm, pass, and I, I think barbacoa pot roast. I awesome. I think pot roast 
is only been used on like that Sunday dish that your grandma makes. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a much, it's a much wider scope than what we give credit for. All right. Take care. You want me to shut, the, shut this down real quick? You shut this down real quick. You can go. All right. So we're talking about pot roast, right, as a technical format for a dish, which I don't yeah. necessarily disagree with. You talk about braised short ribs yeah. as being a type of pot roast. I might agree yeah. with that. But when we get into carnitas and barbacoa, what he might That's be referring different. to are the chipotle <laughs> versions of what those dishes might be. But yeah. carnitas is actually defined as a whole pig cooked down in its own fat. It's effectively a form of confiture, right? Yes. If anything, confit. it's confit. It's confit, if anything. But also, you know, carnitas is its own dish that has stood the test of time for forever. Barbacoa similarly comes from the Arawak word uh, barbacoa. Yeah, which uh, I is listen to an the indigenous, podcast. which is a Taino form of whole animal cookery. So traditional barbacoa, it is cooked in magwe leaves Ooh, that are buried underground. What's a magwe leaf? Uh, the agave plant. Cool. So it's cooked in those leaves, uh, and then that is a actual whole animal preparation. If you want to say barbacoa is a form of barbecue, carnitas is a form of confit, I might listen to that. As far as pot roast, uh, no, that is false. Could be, could there be other forms of roast you could put under a pot roast umbrella? I would take that, uh, but I don't know that we need to have a standalone category for pot roast. Also, I don't like pot roast. I like pot roast. I make a good pot roast. No, I don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you the best cocktail okay let's go you got one third kalua pause one... pause he said kalua already bad what you don't like kalua no kalua's at the light keep going you got one third kalua one third di Sirono, one third blue powerade 100 <laughs> percent oh no oh no Dicerona, Kahlua, and Powerade? Dicerona's an amaretto, right? Yes. So you got like the, the so, almond? Yeah, almond. Chocolate? And blueberry. Blue Powerade? Mountain blueberry, you monster? Ew. And what do you, you shake it over ice? You know what? If you Hopefully added a touch not. of heavy cream to this, I might be in. You add some heavy cream, you make it you know pure milk alcohol. You know what this tastes like? You know what this tastes like? Vomit. No, no, no. It tastes like chocolate-covered gummy bears. Which you like? I love them. Do you think you would get drunk with this But I don't want to get drunk with, with that taste in my mouth. You know what I mean? If you just soaked chocolate-covered gummy bears in vodka, you that would get soak, you most of them. You can't soak them because they're covered in chocolate. Microwave it. Microwave Josh, it. The chocolate melts into the vodka. You never soaks into the gummy care bears. or listen to what's going on. You just talk without caring. <laughs> no, I would soak the gummy bears, and then once they're soaked, I would pat them with the <laughs> tra- towel, <laughs> and then I would dip them in some chocolate. How did you come up with this recipe? It's disgusting. Also, uh, also an equal. So this is a Negroni format, right? We're talking an equal <laughs> yeah, yeah, one yeah. one one ratio. Yes, a Negroni um, format. This is what he what he's making is effectively a Negroni with substitutions. What right? would you name this drink? Oh God, I don't know. It's it's chocolate covered almonds with blue. Uh, uh, you go. I don't know. Trail mix. <laughs> I mean, good a name as any, I suppose. Um, that was. Literally the most horrifying cocktail that Pretty I've ever heard Pretty bad cocktail. Of. The color of it, because you'd still see what some of that blue-green algaic quality from the Powerade come through the dark color. You don't know that. You don't know. Maybe he's given it a little shaken, not stirred situation. Maybe he's layering it kind of like one of those cool <laughs> shots that the tipsy bartender does. Oh, you're talking about like a float of yeah, blue yeah, Powerade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know what's going on. I think the only way we can know for sure is if we make it. I I do not want to go out and buy a bottle of Kahlua and DiSerrano just to do this, but I might. And on that note, thank you 
for listening to A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. If you want to hear more from us here in the Mythical Kitchen, we got new episodes for you every Wednesday. If you want to be featured on Opinions Are Like Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at MythicalChef or Anthony's Otter with the hashtag OpinionCasserole. Or, <laughs> or if you want to leave us a voicemail, give us a ring and leave a quick message at 833-TALK-POD. One. And for more Mythical Kitchen, Big Daddy, check us out on YouTube where we launch new videos every week. Oh, my Big Daddy. Uh, yeah, you're Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Yeah, Nicole, you're always Big Daddy. No, we'll see you next time.